Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hey, yo. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. <laughs> Good afternoon, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, right here on My Talk 1071. Happy Monday, kids. Yes, yes. What did you do over the weekend? Did you have a good time? What didn't I do? Oh, oh my, my God. I'm just a man on the go, Dawn. Are you? Just getting done. Yeah. Getting stuff done. That's right. Not really. I had a pretty boring weekend. It was delightful. We had sunlight. What about you? What were you up to? Um, well, I, I was on my feet cooking, unfortunately. On my feet cooking? Do you cook normally off your feet? Well, this is the thing. I need to remember to wear shoes in the kitchen because my back starts to hurt if I don't. Oh. Isn't, does anyone else go through that? Well, I wear slippers. Okay. Would it have a sole probably that are like. They're slides. Probably not much support. That's actually better than nothing because I can totally tell the difference. I just have to wear them because I, you know, I don't want to trap, track food through the house. Gotcha. Okay. So you were in the kitchen. Yes. Um, cleaning a dish. Without shoes. Cleaning a dish. What? And I heard it and I came out. That's a Dane Cook old joke reference um anyway i was in the kitchen and i made soup again oh you're very soupy I, this is... you you're on a soup kick because you got into this i don't know what a couple weeks ago you made your first soup with a recipe this time no recipe whoa mike she made one kind of soup and now she's like unbound by the laws of soup i love it i gotta do it that's right <laughs> So, um, and My it's because of, you told me a bunch of things to do and I did. Them. Well, I love, okay. So Mike, she came in, I was like, what'd you do this week? And she's like, I made soup. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, so we're on Dawn's soup journey. Let's go. Yes. So the first soup she made, if I remember correctly, was based on uh, one of Colleen's Pinterest boards. That's you right. You thought it was Himalayan paprika. But it Turns was... out it was just Hungarian, Hungarian paprika. Not Himalayan. Uh, but anyway, we got there. It was yeah. like a mushroom paprika soup like a goulash soup maybe yeah it was you know sounded good yeah it was really good Dang. and I, um, I decided i needed a soup with protein so then mike she like took all the things and put them in the soup i did okay. all the she, things she you goes, told me to well, do no, i know but i didn't mean all at the same time <laughs> so she goes i roast or what did you do you did butternut squash Yes, I had some cauliflower. frozen that I had cubed up, and I didn't know what to do with it. And that sounds good. Like you, you um, did you blitz the butternut squash and the cauliflower, and you made a soup with broth and that. But I roasted those first. Yeah, of course that that with adds a bunch bits. of flavor, right? Mm, with the yeah. crunchy bits. So then, she, and I'm like, well, that sounds like a great soup, Mike. Right? Like a mm-hmm. cauliflower, yeah, pumpkin, delicious, creamy, yummy. Maybe throw some chicken in there. We'll get there. But then she's like. And then I added broccoli and onions and garlic. And what else did you put in there? I put in three different color. Well, the three bell peppers. Red. Oh, bell peppers? I I roasted the bell peppers oh my God. with spices and Parmesan. And then 
So you roasted uh I roasted the pumpkin and the or the butternut and the cauliflower first. And then you went back and roasted a bunch of or is this all together? No. It was it was not all together. First I did that so wow. I could make the puree. That's then insane. I roasted bell peppers and broccoli. But then you didn't blend that, you just threw in the chunks. I threw in the chunks, but oh, I, I like blended it. the cauliflower and squash together. I like it. And put some chicken stock in there yeah. and made a, a nice base. Yes. Yeah. And then Sounds amazing. So I sauteed some onions. But then she was like broccoli. I'm like, "Okay, now we're changing the soup." Then I, I roasted put... three chicken breasts. Oh wow. Which is a lot I figured out. Wow. Um that's too much for the pot of soup I had. So oh, then okay. there was half of it left over. Which so did you just shred the chicken and put that in the soup? I did at last. Nice. So I put the roasted vegetables Yum. in and the roasted chicken. How did that taste on? It tastes pretty good. I just had it. I should have had you try some. And you said that your very distinctly tasted partner, mm-hmm. meaning he has very particular tastes about what he likes and does not like, mm-hmm. actually approved. He ate some, and he goes, this is really good. I also said, do you want to try some of this chicken since he spends okay, do you want to talk about the amount, of, amount on chicken. Do you want to talk about his chicken? I habit? absolutely will. There's, he's not going to be offended? No, he okay. no, I don't think so. I mean, who <laughs> cares? Kidding, if he's offended by chicken, I don't know what to tell no, him. No, he has a very specific chicken habit, Mike. Yes, so he goes to... I know this. To, I know um, we're learning stuff. He, it is, it's premium... Like pulled chicken that's been roasted and all kinds of things, but it's about six or seven ounces of it from Kowalski's. That's all packaged up nicely. So I'm sure it tastes amazing. Kowalski's is it awesome. is, but it's only like six or seven ounces, and it's like it's pretty pricey. So um, he's very particular like $16 about sixteen dollars kind of chicken six ounces. Yes, really? sixteen dollars. I'm pretty six sure ounces. fourteen to sixteen dollars. So he's very particular about the kind of chicken he likes, and so you're and he saying it every day. Every day for lunch, he makes a sandwich with that great chicken. chicken, some hot habanero cheddar that he gets from Costco. People are going to want to know where that chicken is. So, what kind of chicken is it called? Oh like, my is it gosh. just called like pulled? You get it by the it's pulled chicken. Yeah, it's over by the meat it? cabinet. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so they have pork and chicken okay. packaged up. It is really good, but to spend, I think it's good in moderation, but he gets like three a week. Yeah. So it's, well, we he doesn't cook. He doesn't cook. I get no. it. Like people who don't cook, you just want good tasting food and you don't want to have to make yeah. it. So I totally get it. All right. So what you're saying is he has high chicken bar and he, you met his chicken bar by making this soup over the weekend. You know, here's the other thing. People and, are going to want a recipe. Okay. I'll have to make one up. You're going to have to make one up. So he people also can... ate the chicken breast that I roasted just by the strip. Wow. He's like, oh, this is really good. I'm like, see, I got this bag of chicken breasts <laughs> for for $10. And I've made budget like, tips with Don. Like three pounds of chicken or something. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. No, I mean, that's as far awesome. As cost effectiveness. Way more cost effective. Well, but, good. Do you have any leftover soup or did you? Because I always well, like to make enough soup that we can have, I can put it in the freezer and then I, you know, can pull soup out. I could feed. Uh, I could do a family a couple reunion weeks later. At this point, oh. with the soup I have. so well, you put every damn vegetable in the thing. So it's it's going to be all week. So That's hopefully all you're I don't eat. get. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a healthy. No, I do that. Thing. I mean, like my lunches every week are always the same thing. Yeah, so I get it. And, and you bake every week um, 
all kinds of things on Sunday. You break Sunday's sourdough. My day. You do all of your meals prep for the week. Uh, not all, but a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like to just create opportunities, food opportunities. So, like, even if I don't make a full, I'm not one of those people. You know how there are those people, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the food we ate this weekend. <laughs> and uh, I've never been very domestic. So, for me to make a soup, you're thinking, why is this lady talking about making soup? Big deal. I've there are a lot of people out there years. like you, though, I'm sure, who are like, oh, I want to get into this soup business. Um, what I was going to say is there are a lot of like meal prep people out there who are le- like legit meal prep people where it's like mm-hmm. they got bags and numbers and you put X into Y and no, do all that my stuff. My sister, Tina. Yes. I'm like an opportunity person. So like I made a spaghetti sauce, which, you know, I didn't make all the things. I didn't chop everything, but I made the sauce so I can pull the sauce out at some point this week and yeah. we can have pasta or, you know, I'll make beans uh, in advance and then I can pull that out and you know, make something with it or make stuff for salad. I just want to have stuff in the fridge that when I get home after the gym late at night that I can make dinner within a half hour. And you can, yeah, you don't have to chop because the like, four hours on my feet had to do with chopping vegetables and lining pans. All right. So you tired yourself dishes. out making soup. Yeah. Mike, did you do anything fun this weekend? Uh, yeah. I remember this was uh Valentine's day. Uh, meal. Oh my God. You may notice. Oh my God. You were yeah, elbow yeah, deep in yeah. a beef roast. You may notice you didn't get any pictures. No! What, Mike, that, that what happened to your beef? That wasn't by accident. No. Every, you ate it and forgot? Every year can't be a winner. Oh. Look, Mike. I took the exact notes of everything I did last year, step for step, 100%, exactly the same. Now, the rib roast I got, it was definitely fattier than the one I had last year. Okay. And Fattest I think flavor. It will, I mean... This was a lot of fat. flavor, and it was uh, it. It just didn't. It just didn't come together. It was really underdone, even with the. Uh, and I think it was a meat thermometer um, situation. Okay, like, I want to change your life with a meat thermometer. Okay. Put this on your Christmas list. Yeah. It's called a thermopen. Okay, it is the Cooks Illustrated slash America's Test Kitchen mm-hmm. winner yep. year over year. Yeah, yeah. We'll get you a real meat yeah. Because I think mine might be might be done, might be ready to go. Because did oh, everything man. step for step the way I did it last year, and it just came out really underdone, like to the point that it was like definitely not cooked. You're oh. like, mm, I don't and know I don't, if I can do this. Did Did so, you just slice it and maybe put it in the saute pan? Well, yeah, bit? we fixed it. We fixed it. It was all right. It just it didn't have the beauty it normally has. It didn't crust the way it used to. What? A lot of times, yeah, when we did it last year, there's such a great crust on the outside. Yeah. Now it felt like, you know, because it was so fatty, oh. the flavor was mostly on the fat and it just oh. kind of fell off and it didn't like stick and, and was... crust the way it did last year, which was really disappointing. Interesting. And it's funny because last year I did it fat side down and I was like, oh, I screwed this all up because you want the fat to just kind of slowly seep through the meat. You want to yeah. do it the other way around. And I read, yes, you do it the other way around. Just didn't seem like it came together the way it did last year. But I am happy that the emailer who reached out to me asked for the directions. I gave the exact step-for-step process over to her, and she said, as it turned out, amazing. It was the best prime rib she's ever had. Wow. wow. So I'm glad that worked. And again, it must just have been well, Mike, a meat thermometer you th- situation. Do you think it was a meat thermometer? Maybe the quality of meat was a different? I think it, it was a different quality of meat, different place. I thought this would be a little bit higher quality because of the costs and where we got it, but apparently... Yeah, you were telling me, look, beef ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. Yeah, it was like 27 bucks a pound. I used to pound. be able to buy a whole brisket, and I loved it because I would cut it up, and you can make two different you know things out yeah. of it two different roasts we uh-uh. used to butcher our cow growing up and then we'd have a you whole... butchered a cow i didn't butcher it but we'd send it off to the butcher and then we would have a half a cow and sell the other one to yeah. friends 
I wish I could do that. Yeah. So I will say the Valentine's Day meal, not awesome. Now the next day we took up some of that meat, cut it pretty thin, yeah. and then we yeah. added some yeah. ch- some uh, Swiss cheese, <gasps> added some pickled onions Ooh. on top of it, horseradish sauce you in between it. You made some hoagies? Oh my, that was the best sandwich I've had. Okay, so you redeemed yourself. We redeemed ourselves and, okay. and made that afterwards. Yeah, but, but you don't want to have to do that for a really expensive roast. I know, that's the worst. I'm sorry, that's yeah, a bummer. I know. I could talk about food the entire show. Well, what did you make this weekend? It was very boring. I did make, uh, I made uh, sauce. I made um, lunches for the week. Uh, I made, uh, what else did I make? I always roast. My thing is on Sunday, I roast two chickens. Because two chickens will get two big ass men through a week. And uh, (laughs) with all the food you can eat. So I roasted my chickens, roasted a big, my last farmer's market squash. Uh, oh. of the season finally yeah because i like to buy a bunch of those and you just keep them and they last forever and uh then i made some bread but i did um you don't care but i did uh i sure do, do care. well you're i wish i had some for you to taste but i don't i uh have a new recipe of cheddar and apple sourdough um you don't you <sighs> ate it all no I may, if we have some leftover, oh my god! <laughs> oh, Mike, we gotta bake for the sourdough. Um, actually, I'm gonna cook another loaf tonight, so maybe I'll bring some in. But yeah, I, I'm trying out this new recipe, and it last time it didn't have enough stuff in it, so it was like, "Where's the stuff?" So I think I finally figured out how to make the stuff. Mike, how's your sourdough experience? Going? Oh God, Mike, yes, yeah, we need to jump back in. Ever since the failed first attempt, we haven't right. jumped back in yet. We got well, we a goal on this thing. Mm-hmm. We got to make it happen. Yeah, fresh bread. Yeah, I didn't have any bread to eat with my soup. Yeah, girl, you I need to. So what? What? What we need to do is source you some good ass bread. Yeah, sometimes I go get a baguette and I just chop it up into little slices and then I freeze it. Well, you know, Leah brought me some butter from France and she got herself I a loaf. About this, um, I heard about this exchange of French butter, and you keep talking about how good it is. What do I need to do to get a pat of French butter? <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to give me? Um, it's called soup? beg barter or steal. <laughs> some <laughs> bring soup. me some soup. I I'll will. Bring you There's some plenty. Bread. I'll right. bring you soup too, Mike. And you're just awesome. I'll I bring the him. bread. You we bring the need... soup, Mike. You bring his lovely uh, self. my sassy attitude. Your yes, sassy yes. attitude. I hope you've got some sass left in you, Mike. Oh, I do. Uh, you... <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, good because we have a whole ass dirt alert. On the other side of this right here on my team. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. You want to know the latest from Hollywood and beyond? Well, Mike has a dirt alert. I do. Let's start it off uh, by chatting a little bit about the box office this past weekend. It was uh, a surprising result. Not necessarily who won, but by how much they won. Uh, Bob Marley's biopic, The the One Love, actually with the holiday mixed in, that uh, musical did $51 million at the box office. Hey, that's pretty good. They were projecting more closer to 30, but that's Uh actually what they did just on the weekend alone. So about $27.7 million. And of course, it absolutely crushed the second place finisher, Madam Web. Oh, I've seen a lot of memes online this week. $15.2 million for Madam Web and a whole bunch of people hating on it. Yeah. Mm. Somebody said it was the worst movie they've ever seen and they loved every minute of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's to a campy level. So you might want to go see it just because it's like the rooms. Yeah. Right. So uh, there you go. You also got Argyle still in there. Speaking of terrible movies, uh, in my humble opinion, four point oh. seven million dollars uh, migration, and then uh, the Chosen, uh, three point four million dollars for the weekend. Okay. Well, hopefully something's come. Oh, Dune Part Two. That'll Dune be the next big thing, right? Oh, yes, man, it will. I can't Two weeks wait. away. March first is when we are going to see Dune. Can't wait. Part two. Uh, somebody we saw for the first time in a while out uh, doing his thing was Jeremy Renner yesterday during the People's Choice Awards. Did you happen to see his uh, presentation? Um, no. Okay. He came no. out and presented the award for uh, TV Performance of the Year. Billie Eilish went on to win it, but he just basically said uh, he is so happy and says, uh, I got to say, it feels good to be back. This year has mm-hmm. been a heck of a journey, and I'm happy to be here with you, the fans. He went on to say, uh, right now, I get the privilege of uh, celebrating the most uh, powerful performances on screen. You are ready for, and then are you ready for the first award of the night? So had a big moment there yesterday, and people really uh, welcomed him back in a positive way. That's awesome. We're so glad that he recovered from that horrible accident. Yeah, of course. So again, that was last night. People's Choice Awards. I think we'll get more details into the People's Choice Awards a little bit later on today. Uh, Also premiering yesterday was American Idol. And this is kind of a fun little wrinkle. A former Minnesota Viking wide receiver by the name of Blake Prohl is competing in American Idol. And if you haven't seen the uh, video yet, I would uh, recommend checking it out. Uh, He had a video he did with his grandma and actually kind of went viral where he said, hey, grandma, I'm going to play a song for you. And he sits down at the piano and his grandma says, wait, you can play the piano? And he says, oh, yeah. And he absolutely just slayed. The performance oh. an amazing song. Oh, I see it. Well, he yeah. actually brought her out for her his performance at American Idol. She was sitting alongside of him as he took the piano and played just an amazing song and sounded awesome. That's so, great. Basically, Katy Perry said, look, if you uh, let us coach you and stick with us, you are going to be a top 10 finisher this year. Wow. So that's huge. Pretty good for the very first one. And again, he uh, he had an ACL tear his uh, training camp his oh. rookie year. He was undrafted free agent, yeah. picked up by the Vikings, hung around for a couple of uh, years, but really never was able to recover from that knee injury. So yeah. looks well, like he joined in 2021. Yeah. The Vikings. Yep. Oh, well, so he's multi-talented. Gotta, I was going to say, Very he's much so. got another f- career in his future. Wow. He does. Yes. And speaking of American Idol uh, and, and having uh, more of a career in your future, Luke Bryan was asked about the fact that, uh, you know, you guys don't always get it right. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure of that. And they said, you do realize that Lainey Wilson 
who, by the way, just won like the artist of the year for country music. She was rejected seven times on American wow. Idol. Of course. Seven times. Seven times. She, of course, also stars in uh, in Yellowstone, but mm-hmm. uh, she was uh, up for it seven times, uh, never quite made it through, and he says, look, it's just part of it. I'll go talk to the producers today and see what happened, but uh, I'm glad she didn't take that uh, idol letdown to heart, and yeah. it shows that we obviously don't always get it right. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, failure is a... A key to your growth. Yes, learning to spur tools. you on to bigger things. Yes, that's what I say every year. I'm just kidding. To whom? Myself. <laughs> yeah, this is all a learning experience. I'm kidding. Are you? Now I make soup. Nice. <laughs> Yay. Sell it, dog. Oh, boy. One of the stars of Emily in Paris has returned to the set just two months after going into uh, that critical septic shock. Remember Ashley Park? She uh, yes. part of Emily in Paris. She's also on her only merge in the building last year, been in a bunch of uh, uh, big TV shows that we love. She uh, had that uh, medical issue pop up uh, during the filming and now is back on set, ready to uh, go back to work. Good. So that was positive. That's terrifying. Oh, yes. Very terrifying. I don't want to deal with that. No. And finally, the Daytona 500 was postponed yesterday. The Rock has hung around and will do Gentlemen Search Your Engines this afternoon when they run the race. Why did they have to postpone it? Rain. Oh, yeah, Yeah. that'll do it. And then while they were drying the track today, two of their jet dryers ran into each other. And I'm not joking. Oh, God. Jet dryers? Yeah, they actually have jet engines that dry the track to get the water off of it. Holy buckets. And the one slipped and slid into the other one. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a whole deal. That is terrifying. All right, Mike, thanks for the update. Hey, when we come back, you got any blind items Uh, over there? I do. Fabulous, because Dawn and I want to play a whole half hour of Blinded by the Item. It's fun. I'm just so happy right now. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Lauren going on, and she turns around like she's annoyed, and she's like, there's so many TikTokers here. I'm not for it. Just a reminder, you're always on camera. That's true. Like right now, Dawn, you're on camera. I know. Ah! <laughs> put put some clothes on. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm fully clothed. She's topless. So. Oh, actually, you can see what Dawn's wearing on our YouTube channel. That's right, you can. No, we have a, a YouTube channel, Blinded by the Item. I know. You so can like see and us subscribe. talking. And you can see Mike not talking. He's just standing there awkwardly. Hi. Oh, look, you both are wearing blue shirts today. What? You didn't get the memo? I didn't. I have pink and black on. What's wrong with you? Um, That actually is a a good color combo. I've seen it somewhere before. On me or just in general? The radio station we work on. Oh, my God. That's our logo. That's that's why I wore it. (laughs) That's why I wore it. Is it? (laughs) It was clean in the closet and ironed, so that's why. Okay, enough about us. not wearing dirty clothes today. Exactly. All right. Do you have any blind items, Mike? Speaking no. of dirty clothes, let's get to all these. <laughs> dirty laundry. Dirty laundry. <laughs> dirty laundry. Yes. Uh, we will start things off with our Blinded by the Item today with an A-list celebrity. This A-list celebrity is used to being on TV, but just in a different capacity. Friends are worried. He might be getting a little too obsessed with his looks, and the B-list former serial contract significant other is probably to blame. So we've got an A-list celebrity used to being on TV in a different capacity. Okay. And friends are starting to worry that he might be getting a little too obsessed with his looks. His B-list former serial contract significant other is to blame. Okay. <laughs> this is someone who has a publication shipped. Ship? Well, it depends. Oh. Actually, new new relationship? Newer, yeah. Rumor? Uh, no, not rumor. 
This is a real relationship. I mean, we are aware of this relationship. So there's a rumor. Is it mm. Tom Cruise? No. Oh, because I was going to say Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes. No, not that one. Okay. We're looking for an A-list celebrity used to being on TV just in a different capacity. Friends are worried that he might be getting a little too obsessed with his looks, and the B-list former serial contract significant other is to blame. Okay. So someone who was on, were they on a, uh, a reality show? Okay. So you said celebrity, so not actor? Or yes, not actor. Yes, not actor. It's not like Ryan Seacresty. Nope. Oh, he always looks fabulous. Um, let's see. A-list celebrity who's used to being on TV, but just in a different capacity. Different capacity? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Sports? Oh, it's a sports Joe Namath. <laughs> mm, let's see here. A-list celebrity used to be on the TV just in a different capacity. Friends are worried he might be getting a little too obsessed with his looks. And the B-list former serial oh! contract significant other is to blame. Say it. Say it. Tom Brady and none other than Arena Shake. You got oh, there. Okay. Nicely done. We'll fill in the blind items here. According to the rumors uh, over on the interwebs, uh, Tom Brady is, uh, of course, used to being on TV, playing for the New England Patriots and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is uh, getting ready to be on TV in a different capacity. He's going to uh, start his massive deal with Fox doing games. Well, friends are worried that he's getting a little too obsessed with his looks. Apparently, he wants to look maybe too good for it, according to I friends. Think I don't his know. regular face is great. Have you seen how his regular face has changed since he entered the National Football yeah. League? It's changed a lot. Yeah, I like it's clear like he's getting something done, and I'm sure that if it's not Arena Shake, it's some yeah. manner of consultants who are like, you know, just a little over here and a little oh, over Roy? here. I haven't looked at him lately, except from afar, like golfing. Well, or, you've seen him in I'm like not, a, I'm not in the bushes or anything. I just mean, <laughs> like you know, the pictures aren't up close. What? Um, nothing. <laughs> he was on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is funny because he has obviously adopted his TB12 lifestyle where he is very, very clean eating. He's very, when he entered the league, he had a lot of like what you would describe as like baby fat to him. Like his face looks completely different. But now in the last like five years, it's looking different in a different way. Can we say, I don't think you need to put it all on Arena Arena Shake either because I think that that's like just the blind item world. Mm -hmm. I think you can probably put a lot of that on Giselle. Sure. Because they lived a notoriously like healthy lifestyle. Yes. Absurdly healthy, and by healthy, I mean probably somewhat. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Obsessed Not healthy. <laughs> yes. yeah. So I could see that where it's like I don't really eat much of anything except for seaweed, and I get two shots of uh, jellyfish juice. protein with some tuna juice, avocado ice cream. That's his big one. Oh, right. yeah. Yep. If avocado ice cream is your guilty pleasure, yep. I'm not going to want to be anywhere near you. Wait, not to derail too far, yeah. but what do you mean by that? It's just smushed up avocados frozen? Well, have There's you, no ice cream in thing. it? That's a thing. No, people make an ice cream with avocado, yep. oh. like as the fat. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. No, thanks. I just want ice cream, but yeah. I'm, you know. I get it. Yeah. People want to be healthy. You substitute things, but... Look. I gotta put that on my list. Look up avocado ice cream um, recipe. Okay. Because if I can trick myself into thinking I'm having You're something, You're not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not.
you're not going to trick yourself, is what I'm saying. Oh, I was like, I will. I tried do once it. making. Now that you said I won't. I will. <laughs> oh, she's like, I'll spite you, and I'll eat that crappy ice cream. <laughs> It tastes like birds. No, I was going to say I tried once to make a healthy ice cream. Yeah. Healthy. Out of uh, sweet potato. It just tastes like sweet potato. Yeah. All right, let's do another one here. Let's move on. What? Step away from avocado ice cream and sweet potato ice cream. I just love that you were busting on avocado ice cream and you said, I made sweet potato ice cream. Well, that's what I'm saying. I've been there. I know. Okay. Uh, this B-plus list celebrity and momager are going to continue to face backlash and probably lawsuits. The conditions of the show were awful and manipulative. It was all to build up the Stars brand. They couldn't care less about the others. So we've got oh. a B-plus list celebrity and a momager are going to continue to face backlash and probably lawsuits based on the conditions of a show. Oh, gosh. The conditions of a show. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not Chris Jenner. It is not that momager. No, I thought maybe you'd go that route. Is this JoJo with the Bobo and Special Forces? Yeah, it's JoJo. It's not Special Forces. Well, good on okay. the JoJo Bobo. You got uh, that. And then obviously you know the momager. Yeah. Uh, her mom, which, uh, by the way, Jessalyn, right? Jessalyn, I think is her name. Mm-hmm. Sure. Jessalyn Siwa. Okay, but JoJo Siwa, uh, you, you got it. Uh, they had the show uh, XOMG Pop, and apparently they had all of these like 12-year-old, to, or no, I think it was oh. like 8-year-old to 14-year-old dancers, Yeah, and they were trying to, you know, create a reality show based on these girls dancing and, and having a success in that world and trying to advance mm-hmm. up. And it sounds like uh, there's some people who are speaking out saying that the conditions were pretty manipulative and pretty oh. awful. They were promised stardom and really um, it didn't shocker exploiting yeah. children exactly. never ends well. Yeah. Yeah. I guess she was exploited. She has a career now, but still, mm-hmm. you know, actually, you know, what's interesting and what has been fascinating to watch about jojo is i think she has survived because i there were a lot of criticisms around her and her family and the way that they were allowing her to sort of have the spotlight at that Mm -hmm. young age and what effects that might have on her i will say not that she's like the most perfect human in the world nobody is but the fact that she's been able to maneuver through adolescence and young adulthood in a way that has not involved the police is yeah. is you know worthy of mention so yeah she's had an up and down right. with her ego but i think that well, she's, who hasn't yeah, at the age I mean, of whatever what are you gonna do exactly i'm just saying i think like for all the criticism she's done actually pretty well and special forces changed that for me i highly recommend that i think mm. it was a fox show i mean it changed my mind about a lot of people like who um, Tom Sandoval was one of them. Oh, God, um, that scandal guy. Well, I know, Why but you, you... What What happened? Well, he was on the show, and he was... he. I mean, the amount of stress and pain that the public... I remember it's still going on, really, but, like, there was so much attention on that story Yeah. that, I mean, he would just cry and cry about how he ruined his, his name, and he felt bad for his family like his dad and the legacy of his the pressure was a lot you related to the pressure the pressure yes and also how sorry he was for basically doing i mean he had an affair you know it's but we made it seem like i mean the press really does you and i specifically were like we We don't understand what this is all about it went on and on and on every tabloid for months and months and um i think you know looking back at it and hearing what he had to say it really seemed pretty unfair he didn't say it was unfair but he also it just kind of destroyed him and so doing that show helped him believe in himself again it's i 
I randomly started watching it because Colleen said she liked it. And then I, uh, Colleen is uh, obviously Colleen Lindstrom. Um, and I just got into it. Um, Tara Reed was on there. You felt bad for her. Just really strong people. Olympians. And then some, some people really surprised me for leaving quickly. Anyway. Right. And that forces. show is available it's on, yeah, I think Hulu. You can watch it. It's a Fox show. Cool. Yeah, yeah check that one out. Let's uh, do another one as we roll through the blind items. We'll move on to this one. This A-list actor slash director and the former A-list singer are still on, but barely. He wants to dive all in with her. She likes the quiet life, and he wants her to move to L.A. That isn't going to be happening. Oh, my life story. So um, we've got an A-list actor slash director and a former A-list singer. They're still on, but barely. He wants to dive all in with her. She likes the quiet life and will not be moving to L.A. Mm. Tom Who Hanks and Shakira. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Tommy, when you talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so is this a for- foreign born singer? Um, No. So, out, not, so maybe just someone who's in New York and doesn't want to move to L.A.? Uh, not in New York. Just doesn't want to move to L.A. Okay. Actor director is with the singer. Yep. Do we know this? We've heard rumblings. Okay. Ooh, okay, but it's not like super public. Uh, no, not super public. Hmm. Actor director. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not Ben and Jen. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yeah. Nope. Oh boy. Hmm. Because everyone knows, like. Everyone. An A-list actor slash director and a former A-list singer. Oh, former A-list singer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> former mm. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I would still call her forever A-list. Exactly. That would be a permanent A-list. Yeah, permanent Everything A-list. A-list in my mind, mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand. Okay. Let's see. Let me run down my list here. Dawn's got copious notes, dear mm-hmm. listeners. Um, okay. Think of our actors who like to direct... Actors who like to direct, other than Ben Affleck, include such known actors slash directors <laughs> as, as mm-hmm. um, uh, Taika Waititi. Nope. Good guess. Good guess. Okay. Um, Matt Damon. Does he direct? He has a wife who's a jeweler, I believe. Let's see. Um, oh gosh. So former A list. So she's over the age of. Probably 30. We did yes. establish the actor director is the male. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. As if every relationship has a male and a female. Or uh, be it for me to this, point that out. This particular one does. Okay. Um, okay. Is the former illist singer, were they big like within the last 10 years? Um, I would say they were biggest a little earlier, earlier than, that. than that. 20 years ago. 20 it's amazing doing blind items how like popular things were in the early 2000s that aren't really that popular now no. or less yeah. popular like but that there were so many things going on back then absolutely yeah. now i feel like we're so segmented it's like everybody oh, everybody's knows things differently bubble. and they know yeah. What the, yeah exactly but uh i'd say early 2000s early 2000s had the biggest success pop music kesha yep uh pop music no kesha um i mean kind of pop not Okay. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. oh, oh. You is, know? I think I know. Is uh, Does she share a name with something a lot of women and men, but mostly my mom want? 
Is her name Jewel? Botox? Botox. Oh. <laughs> yes, that noted pop star Botox. Botox, huge in the 2000s. Jewel. Okay. Jewel and Kevin Costner. You got there. Nicely okay. done. According to this blind item. Now we've heard, you know, some cool conflicting reports when it comes to these two in the blind items particularly but according to the most recent story uh it sounds like kevin Costner and jewel are still on but barely he would love to uh, kind of dive all in and and just do the whole dating thing with her she likes the quiet life i believe she lives in texas on a farm somewhere mm-hmm. a ranch Good somewhere and uh he wants her to move to la and that is not gonna yeah happen. i feel like that's never gonna happen yeah and she came from Alaska mm-hmm. in a and very also, remote, like, homesteader situation. So I'm sure she likes her privacy. Yeah. yeah. And I just think he's, yeah, mm, that's going to be a lot of drama. Sure. Anybody that has that visible of a divorce, mm-hmm. that's just a lot of drama waiting to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't think it won't apply to you at some point. <gasps> Me? What? No, not oh. you. I'm saying to like Jewel will. or any woman oh. that gets involved with Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, it won't be me. Past his prologue, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, let's do another one here. Let's move on to <laughs> me. This other A-list actor slash director is really excited to be working closely with his ex. You can imagine how his higher on the list significant other reacted to the news. It was worse than you just imagined. Oh, okay. A-list actor, director. Yep. X and a high, and an X oh. are working together, and the A list slash actor slash director actor slash director has a higher on the list significant other who did not react well to the news. Is oh, is this Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, I feel like we saw something, and the X would be Jennifer Garner. There you go. You got all the pieces of it. Uh, ben Affleck is, uh, or we'll fill in the blanks here first. Ben Affleck is really excited to work closely with his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner. Uh, you can imagine how Jennifer Lopez responded to the news, and actually it was way worse than you just imagined. Yeah, oh. According to the blind it's items. It's an hour long. Yeah. What did she do? Smash a coffee cup? Did she go out on her massive balcony and scream? She didn't like, recycle I need... all Ben's donkey's cup. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I think... Mm, I hope this isn't true just because if someone has kids with someone else and they were married for a large chunk of time, they're always going to be connected because of the kids. So you shouldn't worry about that. Just just some advice to J-Lo. For sure. Right here from Minnesota. You're welcome. You know, she should. Well, you should send her a bill because that's good advice. Okay. I don't think she's going to listen to it, though. She's really busy with her new um, visual self album. It is. I mean, she got all the actors, man. She really did. To she give did. Her astrological counsel. Or... I did have questions about who was in, uh, meaning like why certain people were cast as certain zodiac signs. Oh, sure. So um, maybe we'll debate that another day. But she like did not spare that budget. I mean, they, she must have put out a lot of money for those individuals. Well, she spent $20 million total. So... I bet nineteen million of it was oh on gosh. casting. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> and some people said this is stupid, like Jane Fonda. She's like, you shouldn't do this. But well, no, her uh, character uh, says that in the movie. <laughs> she does. Yeah, her character is like she Jennifer Lopez is. You know, like uh, God, what did she say about all her previous relationships? Essentially, that's the character she plays in the movie. Yeah, in that zodiac circle. Okay. They're all going back and forth, being like, mm, mm, mm. what was she thinking? Oh, yeah. Ooh. 
Well, I can't wait to watch that. I haven't yet. I didn't do that this weekend. Sorry, right. J-Lo. <laughs> I think she'll be fine. Let's do another one here as we roll on through the blind items today. People had hoped that this beloved show would stay the same with the A-list do-it-all joining. Not so much. He's the reason the co-star is leaving so abruptly and all sorts of changes are coming. Mm. An A-list do-it-all. Yeah. They sound fun at parties. They do. I keep, every time you talk about a comeback of a show, I think of Frasier. And that's not it. It's never the answer. That's out of my mind. And let me read it again here. Uh, people had hoped this beloved show would stay the same with the A-list do-it-all uh, do it all joining. Not so much. He's the reason the co-star is leaving so abruptly. And also, sorts uh, all sorts of changes are coming. Oh, God. What is this? Okay. Show's coming back. Is I wouldn't like- get hung up on that. No? The show's not coming back. Oh! It's like a show a that's season. current. Oh, okay. It's not coming back. We just know that there's an A-list do-it-all joining. Mm. Is this The Voice? Nope. Okay. It's not a reality show? Nope. Oh, is this Meghan Markle in Suits? Nope. Okay, I heard rumblings that she... I don't know. People had hoped this beloved show would stay the same with the A-list do-it-all joining. Not so much. Not not necessarily, no. Not so much. He's the reason the co-star is leaving so abruptly, and all sorts of changes are coming. Okay. Oh, well, the do-it-all makes me think of Ryan Seacrest. Yep. What is he coming to? Or what show is he on? American Idol? It's not a reality show. Days of Our Lives. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you remember his new gig? Oh, oh, duh. So Wheel many. of. Oh, Vanna's leaving. Fortune. We knew that was coming because he wants to. Yep. People had hoped that Wheel of Fortune would stay the same, even though Ryan Seacrest is joining. Not so much. He's the reason Vanna White is leaving so abruptly and all sorts of changes are coming with the show. I don't have a lot of details on that one, but the blind items are saying there's uh, some changes going to be happening to a show people have loved and for decades. Vanna's going to head for the hills after the first season. Is he changing or, the RSTLNE? Because I will have a fit. I, he can't touch that. Yeah, I mean, if he does. Something tells me that's in his contract. Okay. Although I will say, though, I hadn't watched it in years, and all of a sudden I start watching it, and there's like puzzles that are going up and down and all around and back and forth, and some have the name. I'm up. like, what is this? This Let isn't that even be the same game anymore. Yeah. In 50 years. Okay. Oh, 50 years. I'm saying, let's not change things up too much. People come here for a reason. Shake it up. Shake it up. Well, good luck to him. <laughs> And good luck to the wheel watchers across the world yeah. who have to do your mom. <laughs> Let's do another one here as we roll through the blind items. That's who's watching. My mom Hi, watches moms. every night. The three decade marriage of this long time do everything permanent A plus Lister and their A minus list actor husband isn't going great. Will they get a divorce? No, but she is driving him crazy. Well, who's not these days? So we've got a three-decade marriage of a longtime do-it-all permanent A-lister and their A-minus-list acting husband. Things apparently aren't going great. They're not going to get divorced, but she is driving him absolutely crazy. (gasps) This is like, well, these have to be fun people because 30 years is no small 30 years is a long time. Hmm. We've got a do-it-all permanent A-plus-lister. 
Okay. Do not get those words together very often. Do it all. A plus lister, not named Ryan Seacrest. Correct. Not named Ryan Seacrest. Mm. Married for 30 years. Nearly 30 years, it says. Three decades. Okay, not Tom Hanks. Nope. <laughs> Rita Wilson, okay. Um, they've probably been married for longer than that. Let's see. Okay, so who do we know? Do it all. Actor? Yep. Director? Yep. Singer? Yep. Oh. Oh. Is it Barbara Streisand? It yes! is Barbara Streisand. Oh, no. And uh, what's his name? Uh, the pretty one with the hair. Oh, James Brolin. James Brolin. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. It's like yeah, the one time yeah, you can yeah. play it that it actually worked. Yeah. Uh, the blind item. Is Barbara Streisand? Yes, according to the uh, interwebs, uh, sounds like the uh, nearly three-decade marriage is uh, things aren't going great. Oh, in it. that's a lie. Barbara Streisand. I figured you'd be a little. Uh, you yeah. know, He's driving defensive. Sure. Barbara Streisand is apparently uh, driving uh, James Brolin completely nuts. Again, they're not going to get divorced at this point, but uh, it has been not pleasant for him, according to the blind. Well, item. this blind item is not pleasant for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's this? Issue. Uh, I'd like to know more details, but we I think don't. The at issue this point. is with the person who wrote that nasty ass lie. I would agree. I mean, it, all marriages have ebbs and flows. Theirs don't. It's just supposed perfect. to be perfect all the time. Well, yeah, you know, she got, has a mall. Uh, got, yeah, she's down in her mall. Whatever. I mean, like if things get rough, go to the mall. Yeah. I mean, there's even a cliche about it. They've got the 27 year itch. I mean, it just happens. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> 27 years, by the way. Wow. That's I didn't even awesome. realize she was married to him until this year. Really? Whenever I saw blurbs about her memoir, I was like, what? Hmm. Like James Brolin? He's really, handsome? really hot. Yeah. Yeah. He's I mean, handsome. I mean, she deserves. Of course she does. And she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Oh, and immensely talented. Let's just listen to the audiobook for the rest of the show, shall um, we? We'll be here for 17 <laughs> years. No longer than the marriage. Feelings. Okay. It's funny, this blind item came out like a week ago, and I'm looking up just stories about James Brolin, and the last story I see is, Barbara Streisand's husband, James Brolin, puts his arm around the icon as the two are seen leaving a Beverly Hills hotspot at like the same time as Kevin Costner. The exactly. same like, as Kevin Costner? Yes. Ooh. Oh, don't let those two get anywhere near each other. We don't need to be giving him ideas. Oh, yikes. Okay. <sighs> Speaking of thruples, I mean, the divorce is final. <laughs> Too far. Sorry, I had 10 oh seconds left. God. I had to fill. Barbara. He's like, how can I fill this? Let me disrespect that, the most talented performer of all time. Because I immediately You're had lucky images. it's a union job. <laughs> Mike, thank you for all those delicious blind items. Dear listener, if you missed any of them, the good ones, you can listen to your heart's content wherever you download blind items. We have a whole website, too. It's blindedbytheitem.com. Leave us hot tips or just nice comments. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we'll be back tomorrow with a bunch more blinded by the item bye
Entertainment. Hey, my talkers, it's Don McLean here for David and his team at First Equity Mortgage. I moved to Minnesota and I was interested in thinking about buying him a home and uh, I didn't know what I was doing. By the time I left his office, I was confident it was possible I could start actually looking the next day. He said, when do you want to start looking? It was just floored me. He got my ducks in a row, told me everything I needed to know. So if you're a first time home buyer, don't go anywhere else. Or if you're still confused about the process and you want to upgrade your home and also those thinking about refinancing my partner did that two years ago with david and he was amazed that david beat his bank's rate and david was in communication with him the entire time so do what dozens of my talkers have done call david and his team at first equity 763-251-8000 or uh, my talk keyword david and like i said if you're thinking about refinancing there's no other place to go than david at first equity